When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of the God Goals in Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. I pray that you guys all had a great week. I have a couple of church announcements, and then we're going to hop right into today's episode. So first, make sure that you check out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. All of our podcast episodes are there. You can search by keywords. If you're looking for something on faith, if you're looking for something on spiritual warfare, You just type that in and any episode where we discuss those topics will pop up. It is amazing. Um, We also have a free library to download resources, um, check out recommendations, and you can get some of our amazing merchandise while you're on the site. Also, if y'all have not joined the Producer Society, make sure that you go on the website. You can check out one of our monthly live sessions and y'all want to get in for this 30-day free trial, okay? What you don't want to do is miss out. Last month, Um, Miss Tanya, who we had on the show back in October, she came in and did an amazing just session with us. There was tears. There were prophetic words. People were delivered. It was a thing. Okay. It was like God was there and it was the bomb.com. So if you want to get connected with us, make sure that you go over to our website, check out the producer society, and then follow us on Instagram at God goals and girl talk. And we also recently joined Twitter at GGGT podcast. So that's God goals, girl talk podcast. Um, so you can follow us on there. Lastly, I'm done with school now. So there's going to be a level of content that's about to start coming out that you do not want to miss. So make sure you go over to our YouTube channel. We have some very exciting things rolling out over the next couple of months. And then lastly, if you love the show, go ahead, leave us a five-star review. Um, Let us know what you think in the comments. Like, let us know. We want to see, we want to hear, especially me, okay? Like the team, they worry about uh, uh, analytics and all that. I just want to know that y'all are being blessed by the show, okay? Because that's the whole point of this um, is to make sure that I am delivering God's word in a way that is digestible and that blesses other people. I'm going to still do what God say regardless. So whether or not y'all leave a comment, the podcast is going to continue to go. But I do love that feedback um, and just being able to hear y'all's testimonies really, really fuel me, okay? So today's episode 
is called How to Push Through a Pruning Season. And this actually came up um, as a conversation in the Producer Society. We were talking about um, letting go of past relationships, uh, people, material possessions, careers, um, and anything else that, you know, God has called us to let go of. You know, so for some of us, it's um, ideals and uh, past experience at churches, like it, we were just talking about letting go of things that we were used to. And it can be really challenging um, to really willingly let go of what seems familiar and what's comfortable to us. And so as we continued our discussion, God revealed to me that we were in a pruning season. And so let's talk about real quick what pruning is. So at the Producer Society, our anchor scripture is John 15, 1 through 8. And in this passage, Jesus discusses what pruning is, lets you know what you get as a result of pruning and its importance. And so I'm going to read um, John 15, 1 through 8, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, I am the true grapevine. And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. So when we talk about like the producer society, the call for us to be a producer, this is where this came from, right? I want you guys to be able to go out and fulfill the purpose that God has given you. It is so critical that each of us play our role and it's not so that you can get clout. I'm not over here telling you that you need to follow God so you can get this and that and the other. Now, there are rewards for being obedient and doing what God has called you to, but that's not why I'm telling you to do it. All of this is done so you can bring glory to God. All of this is done so that you can bring glory to God and bring more people into the knowledge of how great he is. And so the number one thing that um, we we discussed to understand whether or not you're in a pruning season is that you oftentimes suffer some type of loss. And really it's the, the appearance of a loss because anything that we give to God, um, we know it's going to yield fruit and it's going to be multiplied, right? God is not a God of addition. Anytime God does anything, he multiplies it. He said the first command, be fruitful and multiply. They took the fish, the loaves, they broke it and it was multiplied and it was um, dispersed amongst the people. So anytime I give God anything, even if it don't feel good in the moment, um, I know that it's not truly a loss. I'm just submitting it to him because I know that God is a God of multiplication. And so I ain't got no worries. Okay. I know it's going to come back to me, uh, pressed down, shaking together and run it over. 
So this can include, um, you know, friendships, jobs, finances, influence, position, opportunity, um, romantic relationships, right? We will find ourselves in a position that is uncomfortable. And then you may even have the overwhelming urge to return to that something. Once God tells you to put it down, get out of it, um, stop talking to them, you may have the urge to return to that person, that place, that habit, or that thing. And it really is important and critical that you don't, right? You don't want to go back to what's familiar and comfortable. You're going to find God in the uncomfortable places. That's how you know you're being pruned. So even remember, like when Jesus had um, the disciples, when he first had them start following him, the first thing that they had to do was they had to do some pruning. He told them to um, to put down their nets and to follow him. Right. And that's in Matthew 4, 18 through 22. They were going to become fishermen of men, but the pruning had to take place first. They had to set down their job. Right. Like they was like, this is how we feed our family. This is what I've done my whole life. I am a master fisherman. Like this is what I am. This is what I do. And God said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Set that down. Set down that identity. Set down that occupation. I got something else that I need you to do. And I'm sure that that was uncomfortable for a lot of them thinking practically, just putting yourself in that position. Jesus walks up to you and says, quit your job today. God, how am I going to feed my family? Like, what does this look like? I done went to fisherman school. Okay. Like if God came to me, he was like, girl, you're done being a nurse and a nurse practitioner. I don't went to all this school, Jesus. What? What? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what you're saying, but I got questions. And I think that it is okay for us to have those questions. Actually, I know it's okay for us to have those questions. And that's where we partner with the Holy Spirit to get the instruction and the strategy. But first, we have to get over um, the uncomfortability of the pruning season. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show now y'all know I'm a career student and I absolutely love to study so we are about to talk about pruning more in depth so pruning is actually a gardening term and it means to trim by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems especially to increase fruitfulness and growth that is the natural definition of pruning okay Um, and as I continued to read about pruning I found that gardeners use pruning as a way to control a plant's growth and development into specific patterns. And I thought that that was so interesting because God is cutting away things because he wants us to grow in a certain direction, the same way that people who are gardeners 
um, prune their plants to have them grow in a, in a certain direction and to ensure their growth and development, to stimulate their growth and development, they do this pruning. And so a lot of times, even though it's uncomfortable, I think we should rejoice. And I know you should rejoice when you feel uncomfortable because this is a time where God is calling you to grow and develop. Know that if he is pruning you, he's stimulating you to grow and develop into a specific way. And so the word prune in the Greek comes from a a Greek word, um, kathiro. And that means to make clean by purging or to eliminate what is fruitless by purging. And although it can be challenging, pruning is a process that is so critical for us to live by. um, And it's critical for us to to, in order for us to live these fruitful and purposeful lives, if that makes sense. Um, horticulturists, who are people who study plants, um, they often encourage pruning dying leaves and stems off of the plants, and they give three reasons why it's important to prune your plants if you notice that you have dying leaves. The first is to free up nutrients and to encourage growth. The second is to prevent the spread of disease or pests. And the last is to improve the overall health and and appearance of the plant. And so what Holy Spirit revealed to me is that is the same thing that God is doing for us in the spiritual. In the same sense, when God is pruning us, we have to understand, one, that he's freeing up time, energy, and resources that are being wasted on dead situations. Two, he's preventing Um, a dead situation or a diseased situation from spreading in our spiritual and our natural lives. And then lastly, he's improving our overall spiritual health and appearance. And I know it sounds great, but I can definitely understand that it doesn't feel great, right? Like I always tell people that Romans 8, 28 says that all things are working out for our good, but it does not say that all things are going to feel good in the process of them being worked out. You know that all things are working together for your good, but it doesn't mean that it's going to feel good as you go through that season, but you're guaranteed that the outcome is going to be beneficial for you because of who you serve. Amen. So Um, There are many times when pruning happens and we find ourselves in this unfamiliar territory. And if you go back or you check out our website um, and you put in unfamiliar territory into our podcast library, I did an episode on unfamiliar territory and the importance of that. Um, It's uncomfortable, right? Like it's it requires you to be vulnerable. And most importantly, um, unfamiliar territory requires faith. Right. So you want to remember that you should never be afraid because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. That's second Timothy one seven. You should, in fact, be excited because that unfamiliar territory, again, is a sign that God is expanding your territory, that you're operating in faith. And most importantly, um, you're going to continue to do well because you're doing everything that God has called you to do. So even though it's unfamiliar, you know that you're going to be taken care of the same way that God sent um, fresh manna every day in the in the wilderness for the children of Israel. They were taken care of. They were supplied for. And they also were stretched in that season. God is really 
um, closer to you than you think when you are feeling this way, when you're in that unfamiliar territory. You know when you're in unfamiliar territory, God is right there with you. And what happens is a lot of us try to lean to our own understanding, but we know that the word tells us that we don't lean into our own understanding. We trust in the Lord with all our heart, right? And so you have to make sure that you are pressing in in a, pr- in a pruning season, that you're not running scared from a pruning season. Why? Because you have to understand that when we are talking about fruit, okay, especially when we're talking about fruit, a press is something that is applied. So you put um, oils in an oil press or olives in an oil uh, in a press to get oil. When you are pressed, when there's pressure applied to um, to a fruit, it's going to extract an oil or a juice. And I don't know about y'all, but I am trying to allow God to squeeze everything out of my life that he's calling for me to have. Okay, so press in in these pruning seasons. Do not rush them. Don't undervalue them. And most importantly, don't reject the pruning. Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. So how do you press in in a pruning season? I have four ways for you to press in during a pruning season. The first is stay connected to the vine. So despite what your feelings may try to lie and tell you, God has not forsaken you. He is not punishing you and he loves you. Okay, stay in your word, stay in godly community and do not tolerate anything that is not of God. You need to have hard boundaries during your pruning season. Okay, the pruning season is not a time for you to rebel and attempt to disconnect from the father. You're going to be out here looking broke, busted and disgusted, as Tina say. Okay, in the natural It is so important to understand that incorrect cuts or pruning results in less fruit being produced, and it provides the ability and access for pests and disease to access a tree. And so it's really important that um, you are remaining yourself um, and positioning yourself in the things of God, because if you do things outside of that, it is going to be detrimental, right? So the same way that um, incorrect pruning or cuts will 
will damage a tree. That's the same thing with us spiritually, right? You want to read the book of Job, okay? Like, please understand that bruh went through the pruning Olympics, okay? It, he went through all the things and God gave him double um, for what uh, for what he lost. God restored everything unto him and he lived to be 140 years old. Now, I ain't really trying to do all that. I ain't trying to live to be 140, okay? But that like God restored the years on his life and he went through this season of pruning and he lost, um, you know, he lost friends in the midst. Like it was, he lost his children. He lost everything. So please understand um, that you have to stay connected to the vine. He refused to disconnect from the father. And it put him in a position where he was being pruned and he then um, produced way more fruit with his life and his testimony so much so that over, you know, 2000 years later, we're still discussing um, what we can learn from his pruning season. OK, so you have to stay connected to the vine. Second, you want to get in position and start sowing seeds. So during your pruning season, do not. Do not make your problems an idol. Too many believers are walking around and talking more about our problems than our God, who is much bigger than any problem I've ever had in my life. So we glorify these problems. We idolize the problem. We idolize not having enough money. We idolize not being married. We idolize being married and being unhappy. We idolize all of these issues and we don't glorify and go to the father. And so it's really important instead that you, that in your prayer time, you are being intentional and you ask God to show you his heart and how you can be of service to him and his people today and every day. God, how can I serve you? God, give me the strength. God, you know my situation. I thank you now for deliverance. How can I serve you or someone else today, God? Shift your perspective. Get in position and start sowing seeds, right? You want to serve God instead of always expecting him to serve us. He's going to serve and love us regardless. But you want to position yourself to where you can be um, a leader in the kingdom, right? Jesus said the greatest among us is a servant. Get before God and ask him how you can serve. And then once God gives you instruction, go out and be obedient. Okay, sow those seeds. Remember that there is an appointed time to sow and a time to harvest. Okay, what better time to sow a seed than when you know that God is pruning you in order to produce more fruit? Like this is the time, this is the time to be sowing seeds. Okay. Like David is a really great example of this. He was anointed King and he was out in the field. Okay. Minding his father's business, tending to the herds. Like, like he, he was not out here like, Oh God, uh, my brother's in the house. I'm in the field. Um, he had been attacked by a lion, a bear, like all these things. And you did not find him. Um, in a place where he was isolated or in a place where he was, um, you know, scared to go out in the field. He was still out there minding God's business. And then he came and was anointed king. Same thing when he slayed Goliath. He was still serving again. He went to go take them Lunchables to his brothers. Okay. And the people out there fighting his dad was like, go take them these Lunchables. Okay. And he went out there. And during that time, um, he was, he was called to serve. 
So you don't want to overlook the importance of positioning yourself at God's feet and sowing during your pruning season. If you need to know how to sit at God's feet, go back and listen to the episode about this. Okay, I can't remember the number, but again, child, we got a we got a whole library on a website. Type in sitting at God's feet. It'll be there. Okay? Amen. The next thing you need to do is you have to renew your thinking. You have to renew your thinking. In the time of pruning, you need to allow the Lord to renew and transform your mind. That means purging thoughts, ideas, habits, practices, all the things that you've been accustomed to. If Holy Spirit tell you to throw it out, see ya. I don't care that your mama do it. See ya. I don't care that that's the church that you grew up in. See ya. Okay. You cannot be afraid to do Um, to disappoint others if God is telling you to do what he's called you to do. Like another human cannot get me caught up in disobedience. So if God is calling you to do something, you need to do it. Many of us are generational curse breakers. So things may not look like um, for us, how it looks like for the rest of our family and, and their churches and all of that, right? This is a time for you to be obedient and be sensitive to whatever God is telling you to do. So renew your thinking. I don't care how long you've been going to the church and as your cousin is the pastor and all the things. If God says it's time for you to exit, then it's time for you to exit. Okay, like if God is telling you, it's time for you to exit, then it's time for you to exit. Things will not look like how our families and their churches operated. And that's good. Like if we didn't learn anything from 2020 was that God is doing something different. So we can't continue to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. That is the literal definition of insanity. And we're not insane. Okay. And lastly, point four of how how to press in your pruning season is you have to learn how to fight. Ephesians 6.12 tells us that our battles are not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Please understand that the enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy all the time. That like That is his game. He's going out to kill, steal, and destroy. And because you know that um, pruning produces more fruit, you have to also know that the enemy's mission is that um, he wants to, to press in on you so that way you don't press into your pruning season. He wants to um, keep you with diseased leaves. Oh, no, you, you can cuss a little bit. Oh, no, you can still sleep around a little bit. Right. He does not want those dead branches, those dead leaves, those stems to be cut off of you because he wants to keep you in a position where you're going to be overtaken by by disease, overtaken by um, by demonic oppression, overtaken by pests. Right. That's what we've been talking about all month long. We had Tina from Flawed and Free on our podcast, and that's exactly what we were talking about. The devil is out to kill, steal and destroy. First Peter 5, 8 tells us that he walks around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour and you're you cannot position yourself and you cannot um be unarmed in the middle of a war and then want to know why your hair getting busted that that's not going to work out in your favor so it's so important 
that you press in in your pruning season and learn how to properly square up with the devil, okay? Like properly square up. Ephesians 6 tells us about the importance of putting on the full armor of God. Go back and listen to Ready for War Part 1 and 2, okay? Because I talked in depth about that. If you're in the producer society, we have a Bible study from Priscilla Shira that you can go and watch about um, the full armor of God. So there's lots and lots of resources available to you. But we are told that the word of God is our sword and our faith is our shield that puts out the fiery darts of the enemy in Ephesians 6. And so that sounds great, but how much, right? Like that's not like, oh, yeah. I got you know, like you know you're out here putting on the full armor in the in the word of God, which is my sword, but since you ain't got none of that planted in your heart, you don't you don't know it. There are gonna be times when you may not be able to have access to your phone when you need to pray right then and there. And so you need to make sure that you're starting to um have God's word hidden in your heart. God will hear your prayers, period. But we understand that we're at war. And so it is important that you take on that spiritual discipline of learning scripture, meditating on it day and night, as we're told to do in the Bible. And then we'll have good success in Jeremiah. Right. Like you need to make sure that um, you are. Oh, it's Joshua. It's Joshua. Yeah, it's in there, child. Okay, Um, so you want to make sure that you're meditating on the word day and night. And even like me just now, thank you, Holy Spirit, just now, I ain't, look, I ain't know the exact location, sis, but I know it's in there. I know the Bible tells me to meditate on God's word day and night, and that'll direct my path. I know that the Bible tells me I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. So even if you don't know uh, scriptures and the book and the numbers, you need to have God's word in your heart because that's what you're standing on and that's what you're fighting with. Okay, so make sure that you are um, really studying God's word, increasing your knowledge and understanding um, these spiritual disciplines. We talk about divine discipline, which is consecration, consistency and commitment. Make sure that you study, you know, even if it's one new scripture a week. That's something that we implemented in the producer society. We do a weekly scripture study and we study the same scripture all week long. You can read from Genesis to Revelation. Okay, it's Revelation with no S because y'all know that drives me crazy. You can read from Genesis to Revelation and still have no revelation. (laughs) You still have no understanding. Cool, you read it. But is it it in your heart? Is it planted? Because if not, then you're out here trying to fight um, with with your hands tied behind your back. So pray continually. Um, Make sure that you're making fasting a lifestyle as led by the Holy Spirit, but it should be something that you do, um, excuse me, not just in January, okay, with your church. Like fasting needs to be a lifestyle. Prayer needs to be a lifestyle. You need to be in constant communication with with God. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Uh, Again, I don't have the exact scripture, but I know that the Bible says pray without ceasing. So it's important that you have God's word hidden in your heart so that way you're able to recall it when you need it. And it's important that you're studying God's word. It's important that you're praying continually. It's important that you're um, allowing God to utilize, utilize and grow you in this season so that way you can fight appropriately, that your vision is clear. Okay? You want to make sure that you do that. We need to be as confident as David. Okay, David was so confident with that slingshot. And he said, and I'm going to take your knife and cut your head off. 
David was confident, not in, on his own strength, but as the Bible says that my confidence comes from God. And he knew that he knew that God had already um, in his pruning season helped him survive the, the lion, helped him survive the bear. And he knew that this was nothing. And he was able to defeat Goliath because he had already been trained in his weapons so much so that when Saul tried to give him his armor, thank you, God, when Saul tried to give him his armor, he was like, bro, I can't wear this. Like, this don't even feel right. This don't even fit. This, nah, me and Holy Spirit got this. He been doing it with me this way. Your walk is not going to look the same as anybody else's. You need to figure out what your customized armor looks like uh, with you, the Holy Spirit, God. All y'all need to have this conversation and you need to ask God, where should I put my focus? What should I be doing? But in the end, you need to be learning how to fight. It is critical. Okay, so let's recap. In order to press into your pruning season, you must stay connected to the vine. You have to get in position and start sowing seeds. You need to renew your thinking and you need to learn how to fight. Okay, so be encouraged and know that although pruning does not feel good. Okay, don't be listening to your feelings. It does not feel good in the moment. We know that all things work together for our good. That's Romans 8:28. Now I know that one up like cuz that's that's my that's my go to. All things work together for for our good, okay? We also know that God is not a man that he shall lie and that his word is going to accomplish everything that he set forth for it to do. So you need to make sure that you're guarding your heart, make sure that you're guarding your mind, and you need to press into your pruning season, like press in and win, sis, okay? Um, The victory already belongs to Jesus, and because we are his daughters, okay, this is a part of my inheritance package. Like, victory is mine because my daddy said it was, amen? So the same for you. You are his daughter. It's a part of your inheritance package. I don't care what no devil in hell try to tell you. Like, you better rebuke that thing, bind it, and send it back to where it came from because it's not from God. Um, Tatum said, uh, had said once that you need to acknowledge what you feel, but stand on what you know. What you know and what you know is true is God's word. And that's why it's important that you have it. That you have it hidden in your heart because there may be a point in time where you need it and you don't have time to look the scripture, the scripture up real quick. Even if I don't know exactly where it is, baby, I know what the words say. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Bless coming in and bless going out. Like I know what to say. We can we can Google it and, and get it together. I'm getting better in that. Amen. But I know and I have God's word hidden in my heart. Because there may be a time where God calls you when you ask him, God, how can I serve you? He wants you to go pray for somebody and pray with somebody and give somebody a word. And so it's really important that you are really pressing in and understand that the victory is yours. Okay, so that is it for today's episode, y'all. You know what I always say, continue to love God, love people and love yourselves. And I'll talk to you next week. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, 
Continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.